everyone. It's Jillian here. Welcome to another episode of Winning Insights, a bonus series of the Ride Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Warwick Schiller Attuned Horsemanship. In this four-part series, Warwick will give quick training tips in each episode that'll help you build a better relationship with your horse. And if you want to learn even more from Warwick, enter our giveaway for a chance to win a free year-long subscription to Warwick Schiller Attuned Horsemanship Video Library. There will be three lucky winners, so check the show notes for details and visit horseandrider.com for more information. Let's get into the episode. G'day, I'm Warwick Schiller and welcome back to another Winning Insights podcast for Horse and Rider magazine. In this uh, episode of this, I want to talk to you guys about uh, an interaction I had with a horse recently. Uh, I was doing a clinic and this lady had a horse and she said he hates to be brushed, absolutely hates to be brushed. And it's always, I always find it interesting when someone says my horse hates something. Like I have a, I have a video on YouTube that I made oh, 10 years ago of a horse in Australia that hate, absolutely hates to be wormed. And I worked with the horse and by the end of the video I could worm the horse. And a lot of people have watched that video and said, my horse used to hate to be wormed and now he now he's fine with it. He's still getting wormed. So he didn't hate getting wormed. He hated the way they were going about it. And this horse with the brushing was, was no different. Uh, this horse didn't really like to be brushed too much on his neck, but really didn't like it on his belly and so I asked did he have ulcers and she said that he used to have ulcers and doesn't have ulcers anymore and a lot of times those horses that have had ulcers and felt you know not real good around their tummy when you're brushing it and they pin their ears and tell you about it a lot of times they can um, even when they don't feel bad anymore they still kind of hold on to that that um, that energy that they they don't feel good so how I worked with this horse and this is that there's a three steps to this and it's almost the first two steps are almost backwards to everything we've ever taught especially the first steps almost backwards to everything we've ever taught taught with horses and the first step is you stop what you're doing at the first sign of a no so with this this gelding i walked up to him and i went to brush him on the belly with a brush and as i went to brush him he swung his head around and like pinned his ears and tried to bite me so i just took the brush away and i waited for a bit and then i brushed him again and his head came around so as his head came around i stopped and I did that, I don't know, a number of times, what that does is that gives them some control over the situation. It tells them that you are listening, that you understand it bothers them, that you have enough empathy to listen to that. Uh, it, it just it communicates a lot of stuff to the horse, but the, the big thing they get out of that is they're in control and you're listening. And what I tend to find is once you let those horses know that they're in control and you're listening, a lot of the the disagreeable part of them tends to go away. And so after I did that for a while, the second part is what you will do, and it's what they call cat H, which is C-A-T-H. And it actually comes from uh, training with aggressive dogs. And it's in dogs, it's called um, uh, constructional approach training i think um but they've they've altered it slightly for horses but what you do so the second step is i would start to brush his belly and as his head swung around he tried to bite me i just kind of 
I kind of the biting's not part of the the cat H, but I just what you do with cat H is you do something, and when they say I don't like that, you keep doing it, and when they kind of start to relax a little bit, then you stop. So you reward them for for being less concerned about it, and usually this only works very good after you've done that first step. With this horse, he would swing his head around and kind of nip at me, and so when he's nipping at me. I'm still brushing his belly, waiting for him to be a little bit better. But when he nips at me, there's probably three things you can do when a horse turns their head around to nip at you. One is to like, ah, drop the brush and run away. Uh, number two is you could be defensive and you could smack him or whatever. Or what I did was I, I just had a welcoming energy. As his head came around and I'm brushing his belly and as his head came around, he went to nip me. I've got my spare hand in front of my body and as his mouth come to that I just let him engage with my hand and my energy is kind of like hey how's it going oh you're not liking this very much yeah it's 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 probably a bit hard to put up with after you had ulcers for a while isn't it and so I have this this welcoming energy not a running away energy and not a defensive energy but just this hey how's it going sort of energy and when he relaxed and his head went back to the front I would stop brushing and so I did that for quite a while until I could brush him and his head didn't come around. And then I would just keep brushing him. And by the end, he would stand there completely relaxed while I was brushing him. But So that's how to work through anything like that that they're concerned about. You know, the three steps. Number one is you stop at the first sign of a no. Um, and like I said, that flies in the face of everything a lot of us are taught about horses. Number two is you do that cat H approach, which means you stop when they feel slightly better they don't have to be good but they have to be less concerned and then number three is just what you normally do but what i what was really interesting with this horse was when i um you know when i started letting him know that i heard his concerns he started having these big releases like so when horses have been holding tension and trauma for quite a while like when they start having releases they will have big yawns and they'll roll their third eyelid back and they'll blow out like that and they'll lick and they'll chew and they'll and he started doing all of these things so before I started working on the brushing he looked like he was a pretty cool sort of a character you know didn't seem like he was real shut down didn't seem like he was real worried he's just kind of a middle of the road sort of a horse but what what he told me after I um you know after I worked on this brushing thing that was he's he's held a great deal of tension and stuff in his body and he had some really big releases and it was really really good to see but I thought I'd want to share that with you guys because that you know my horse hates insert whatever you want here I hear that all the time and for the most part like with this horse he didn't hate being brushed he hated not being listened to and once he was listened to he was not too bad with the brushing at all actually he was he was quite fine with it he, he was quite relaxed so that's something you know think about with your horse at home if there's something you you think they hate they might just hate the fact that you don't listen to them saying this concerns me. So just something for you guys to think about. Uh, thanks for joining us on another episode of the Winning Insights podcast for Horse and Rider magazine. tuning into the ride podcast we hope you enjoyed this episode and please be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts follow horse and rider magazine on social media and find us at horseandrider.com if you guys have any questions or comments please be sure to hit us up at horse and rider at equine we want to hear from you guys
And if you like what you're listening to, be sure to leave us a review on iTunes.